Welcome to the Empowerment Word Podcast brought to you by Exhibition Assemblies of God Youth Ministry Councilman. At Exhibition Assemblies of God, we believe that the church is the body of Christ, the habitation of God through the Spirit, with divine appointments for the fulfillment of the Great Commission. Now it is time to receive the Word of God. So get ready to be blessed. Oh, come on, be better unto the Lord. You can add a shout offering to it. You are, you, are, you are not being tagged for shouting. I am not taking offering from you for shouting. Come on, lift up your voice and make a mighty noise, joyful shout. Celebrate your victory in the heart. Give God a shout.
Can we pray for seven minutes? Is it possible you can pray? I want to pray into the year. I want to pray into the year. Can we be on our feet? I want to pray into the year. Well, we are telling God that we don't know what lies ahead of time, ahead of this year. We've experienced from the first to today, 30th of January. But the remaining 11 months ahead, we have no idea. But may, may God carry us on His wings. Oh, amen. Is it a good prayer? Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Shout, my father, my father. Oh, you are too gentle. Amen. You are, you are too gentle. Amen. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Shout, my father, my father. Shout my father, my father. Tonight in prayer, let your power be released over my life. In the name of Jesus, say right now, I declare, may the hand of the Lord carry me through to the end of the year. In the name of Jesus, say by prayer tonight, I declare, let the power of God go ahead of time. From today to 31st December, I declare, may the hand of the Lord go ahead of time. Prepare the way for me. In the name of Jesus, say by prayer tonight, any evil hidden in the journey of 2020, shut tonight, let the power of God deal with that evil in the name of Jesus. Shut right now, oh, shut right now, oh God, may your hand be upon me throughout this journey in the name of Jesus. The man of God, Ezra, said something in Ezra chapter number 8. The Bible said, Ezra said, at the river Ahava, he declared a fast. He said, let us fast and then humble ourselves and then seek the face of the Lord. So that the Lord will give us same journey to our, our home, where we are going. He said, let us proclaim a fast. So that God will give us same journey. Shout tonight, my father, my father, may you give me safety in the name of Jesus. May I arrive at my destination in the name of Jesus. Let tonight's prayer carry me through, carry my family through in the name of Jesus. He said, The king had permitted them to go. They were in captivity. And the king had permitted them to go. So when they got to River Ahava, they proclaimed a fast there. So that God would give them safe journey. Number one. Because he said, he had told the king that the gracious hand of God is upon each and every one of us. He said the hand of the Lord is upon us. So we cannot go to the king for the king give us physical 
protection. The king first of all opted to give them soldiers to carry them through. But Ezra said, no, we don't need your soldiers because the hand of the Lord is able to carry us through. Oh, are you with me? Tonight I prophesy over someone. May the hand of the Lord carry you through. Oh, I said, may the hand of the Lord carry you through. He said, I cannot go back to the king to ask for soldiers and the footmen because I have already told him that the gracious hand of God is upon each and every one of us. Today, may the hand of the Lord come upon you in the name of Jesus because of the hand of the Lord upon your life. Sickness will not pull you down. Oh, I said, sickness will not pull you down. In the name of Jesus, she will not fall sick in the course of the year. In the name of Jesus, any attack waiting for you to, to, to arrest you. Today I declare that let that attack be broken. Let that attack be broken. Let that evil be broken. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, they proclaim a fast. He couldn't make the king. We join the new master of the new saying, I mean, sir, I don't be so. It's why I then send the king to go and beg. Today I prophesy, the hand of the Lord upon you will carry you through. In the name of Jesus. Say, as I clap my hands and I pray, may I be secured throughout the year. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. 30 seconds. over the year in Jesus name Amen Oh Amen Amen Can you take your seats Let's open our Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 13 verse 14 Assemblies of God Ghana is running with a team. And then the team is fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So I cannot but to preach from the team of Assemblies of God Ghana. Amen. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. We are in church. Amen. I need a response to preach. Oh, amen. So don't, don't be quiet. If you are quiet, I'll put on the mic. Take my, my Bible and then walk out. <laughs> it's just a joke. Amen. So let's open our Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 13, verse 14. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. It's a popular scripture. We've all heard it. We all know it. 
we can say it without even looking into the scriptures. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Oh, amen. Tonight I want to talk about fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Marketers or people in the marketing industry, their main aim or purpose is to sell their products. But at the end of this selling, they end up creating relationship with their clients. They don't just sell. By the time they are done selling, they will establish a relationship with their clients so that next time they will be able to win that client again. So marketing is not only about selling, but it ends in a relationship. Not the relationship you are thinking about. <laughs> the one, the one, the, one the, the way you guys are saying relationship, then my mind just went back. But I am talking about a cordial relationship. A relationship that the next time when he, when he comes, he doesn't have to, have to explain or describe himself again. Because you, 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 he, that relationship has been established, so you already know him. He, he, he will not come back and then come and explain, oh, no, 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 no. He has already created a relationship. It is there. So the next time it comes, it will just flow from there. The book of First, Second Corinthians is a continuation of First Corinthians. Paul wrote this book. The church in Corinth was a very blessed church. The Lord has blessed them. So Paul said, not many of you were of noble birth, but at the end, God has made them great. They didn't come from noble family. God blessed them both physically and then spiritually. They had one of the best, it was one of the best church that you could see the gift of the Holy Spirit manifesting. Hallelujah. Yet in that same church, the place where God dwelt, that was the same church the devil was living it was a church full of division. A church full of moral misconduct. They were not living right. So a letter or an information was sent to Paul. That the church you have established, they have turned away from the truth. Divisions have entered into the church. Issues about marriages, people have even slept with fornication to the highest degree. They are sleeping with their father's wife. It was reported to Paul. When he was not there, so Paul had to write the letter and then send it to them to correct those errors. This book also founded the doctrine of most Christian doctrine. Most of our doctrines come out from the book of Corinthians. So the book of Second was a continuation of what Paul wrote in the first. Hallelujah. So in, 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 in the second part, Paul was defending himself because of some, some, some issues that rose up after he had ended the first part. So he had to explain his calling, defend his calling and the rest. 
At the end of it all, then Paul said, Let the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and then the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This part of the scripture, the last part, is the part that defends the Trinity of God, number one. Amen. Most people do not believe about the Trinity of God, that the triune head of God, God the Father, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. They're working together. It is very difficult to explain it theologically. But Paul was able to give us an idea with this scripture, this 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14. You could see Jesus in place, God in place, and then the Holy Spirit. Amen. But tonight we will limit ourselves to the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The word fellowship has something to do with communion. To communicate. Establishing a deeper relationship. So in the book of Acts chapter number 2. After the Holy Ghost has fell upon the church. And then the church began to increase. Bible said, and then they began fellowship together. So it's meaning that there are two kinds of fellowship in the church. Number one, fellowship with our fellow Christian or our fellow brother. It is very necessary. If not for fellowship, Fidelia, we didn't have come here. Because then nobody has any fellowship. Those who are not here, it might be that they don't have fellowship in the church. That they don't have any relationship in the church. Hallelujah. So it is very necessary for us as a believer to live in fellowship with each other. Oh, is it possible we can do that? Is it possible we can live in fellowship in this church? So what the fellowship in the time of Acts chapter number 2 did to the church was that the weakness of a neighbor was not seen. Because they complemented each other. They were not in competition, but they were completing each other. So that the poor will not see himself as a poor person. Because the rich will sell and then come and support the poor. So those outside the church couldn't see the church as a poor church. Because there was a kind of fellowshipping going on in the church after that time. Are, are you following me clearly? I, I, I want you to follow me closely. Otherwise, you'll get missing. You're with me, eh? Yeah, follow me. There was a relationship with the church. People were happy coming to church in those days. Because when they come, they, they, they don't just come to church, hear the word of God and go. They have fellowship together. Because the Spirit of God was moving. The other part of fellowshipping, which is deeper than the first one, is the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Oh, see, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That one is a little deeper, far deeper than the first one. My fellowship with my, my minister here is not the same as my fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It is good to have fellowships among ourselves. But the best part of fellowship is the one we have with the Holy Spirit. 
But today's church has found it difficult to do it. And that from a God you do not see. Yet you want to spend so much time with. How possible? It is easy talking to Michael for five hours. I can stand, we'll talk, we'll chat five hours. Because I see him, he talked to me, he talked to him. But the unseen God, Jesus said, God is a spirit. So how can you have a communication, a relationship with someone you don't see? Very difficult. But that is the best part of life. Very difficult. I pray that God will give us the grace. I pray that the grace of God will fall upon us. We would have understanding with the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. After tonight, it is my heartfelt prayer that we will know or, or we will value our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, amen. The reason why God gave his spirit to man was not for fun. God didn't give you his Holy Spirit just to be there. He gave you so that he can commune. In fact, communicate a fellowship or friendship relationship. That was one of the main reasons God created man. So that he can fellowship with man. Say, God, give me grace. Oh, add faith to it. Say, God, give me grace to have fellowship with you daily. A continuous fellowship with God. A continuous fellowship with God. The church of today we, we, we have fellowship today, then tomorrow we break for a time and then come back again. Let's, 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 let's consider two ways or two reasons we should fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I want us to share with you two reasons we should fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Two reasons we should fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Then we'll pray. And believe God that His Spirit in us will enable us to fellowship with Him. Amen. Two reasons we should fellowship with the Holy Spirit. the mind of God. God has a thought. God has been planning. God has a mind concerning every issue. There is nothing hidden before God. He, in fact, He knows all things. But how do we know the mind of God towards or for ourselves and even extends to others?
even know that this is the way that God wants me to go. Is it only through prayer? It is good to pray, but fellowship goes beyond prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, am I, am I communicating? Fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it goes beyond Oh, am I in church? It goes beyond Yeah, it is good to pray. But fellowship goes beyond prayer. In fellowship, you get to know the mind of God. God has a mind. He has a purpose. He is planning something for us. But how can we get to know of what God is? Most of us are working in life miserably. Most of us have lost our parents in life because we don't know the mind of God for our lives. I pray that as we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you come back to track. In the name of Jesus, may God give us the grace to, 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 to fellowship with Him so that we will know His plans for our lives. In the name of Jesus, most of us do err. We, we make so many mistakes because we don't know how to fellowship with God and you don't know the mind of God. Probably God is telling you, turn right. But because you have not had fellowship, you take left. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Am I in church at all? If only we can have a little time with God. God doesn't need the whole day to talk to you. He doesn't need the whole day to talk to you. People have entered into wrong marriages because they did not consider the mind of God before they entered. They have engaged in evil demonic transactions because they are talking about believers, of course. I'm talking about born again, tongue-speaking believers. They have engaged themselves with so many demonic things because they did not consider the mind of God. They did not fellowship with the Holy Spirit to know what God is saying about that particular thing. How can a believer be, be, be defrauded? How, how possible? How possible can a fraud man defraud a believer? A tongue-speaking Holy Ghost-filled believer, a worldly person who come and defraud. How possible? Yesterday, whilst in my room meditating and praying, although I, I, I had a call, strange number, I had to speak strange numbers. I'll show them I'm in front of me. Hello, my friend Fitakadi. No more, what you should be happy. Get to put your car in me. And now be prepared to come and do what you should. But I remember a believer I knew in this church met me some few weeks ago, or probably months ago. He told me, Oh, Osapo, well, Osapo, you're a lot of. He said, You're a lot of. We are in a haste to make work, but we don't take time to hear from God. Do you think God cannot bless? Oh, hallelujah. Do you think God, God do, 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 do you think God can bless? Do you think God can bless? The Lord is well able, He's able to bless above what the word people are. But God has a mind. You must know what God wants. You must know what God wants for your life. The way the world sees blessing is different from the way God sees prosperity or blessing. 
The way a worthy person will prosper differs from the way a believer prospers. So if you are a believer and you want to go the way of the unbeliever, then, uh, pardon, uh, uh, excuse me, God has nothing to do with you. If you really want to prosper as a Christian, take your time, have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and then God will direct your path. Oh, am I speaking to you at all? God wants to bless some believers in the house, but because you don't have time to fellowship with Him, He cannot direct us to the right path. The Bible said in the book of First Corinthians chapter two that the, 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 the mind of God, God has a plan. No one has known. Yes, I've not heard. Eyes have not seen. Neither has it entered into the heart of men. What God has planned for those who love Him, meaning that God has a purpose for those He loves, and it has not entered into the heart of men. The ears of men have not heard it. Neither has their eyes seen. But the Bible said he reveals it unto the spirit searching even the deep things of God. Oh, am I, am I speaking at all? There is prosperity in God for us. But how can we tap into that prosperity if we do not fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Those he loves. There's a purpose for them. But it takes the spirit to know. It says what a man knows is only the spirit of the man. The spirit of God knows. Oh, I pray that may we receive the grace, receive the ability, the power and the enablement to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Oh, I said receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace. Say, my father, my father, or oh, shout, my father, my father, tonight empower me with your spirit to have fellowship with you in the name of Jesus. Say, in this year, oh God, I want to have an encounter with you through my fellowship with the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Say, oh God, may your mind be made known unto me. By relationship with the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. You get to know the man of God. You get to know the man of God. He told Abraham, Genesis chapter number 18, verse 17, he says that, Can I hide anything from Abraham? God is asking himself, can he hide anything from a man? A man, a mortal man. I said a mortal man. God is asking himself that can he go hide anything from Abraham? Why? Because Abraham had a fellowship with God. May we have fellowship with God. Finally, Whenever we have fellowship with God, we are able to live for Him. In the world of so many problems, challenges, even unbelievers, how can we then live for God? I look back, those I completed school with, Charlie, they're making it. They're getting married. If you don't take time, or if you don't take care, you will be forced to move out. 
but fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit guides you. It, it, it becomes check on you. So when you are moving out, the Spirit brings you back so that you live for God. Oh, hallelujah. When I became born again, I was asking myself, why don't God find one particular place, probably one particular country, and then push all believers there without unbelievers? So that that, that particular place will be a holy city on earth. Where you will not have to fight with a neighbor. Because we all understand the scripture. But I realize it is impossible. Even in the church, where we are all believers, it is not easy to accommodate a neighbor. Oh, hallelujah. It is not easy to accommodate your neighbor, even in the church. So, what about the environment where you are? With unbelievers, with smokers, with prostitutes, you are seeing so many. How can you put yourself in order? How can you check your body? How can you check yourself when you are living in such a corrupt world? It takes the spirit of God and it comes through fellowship. Oh, am, am I communicating? May the spirit of God help us. May God help us. We have to live for God. In these last days, so many things are drawing our minds, our faith from God. Others are falling. That is the truth. Most people are falling. If you care to know, people are falling. Believers are falling. Why? Because we don't fellowship. We have lost that thing. That thing called fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We have lost it. So we are falling. We can't live for God any longer. But the Bible says the Spirit helps us in our infirmities. It is the Spirit that helps us. So if you do not have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, in your weakness you will die. Who is strong here? Who is strong? Be, be, be fair to yourself. Which of us here can say that me spiritually I am strong? Major. Major, I see you raise your hand. I heard that one. I'm strong. I major, he said he's strong. He, he, he said he's strong. We are all weak. Therefore, we need the relationship, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit so that we can energize ourselves. We can, we can bounce back whenever we fall. Let me tell you, the time I see that I am very weak is when I enter into my closet. Today, I'm standing behind the pulpit preaching. I see myself very strong. But when I go into my closet and then the Holy Spirit is dealing with me, that is where I get to know that I am but a very weak vessel. But I love it that way. For God to point out my weaknesses to me so that there and then He would help me come out of it than to be strong in my own wisdom and then fall finally. Church, let us have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I'm, 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 I'm talking, let us have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Let's set some time, period, days 
are aside and have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. When you keep on hearing the voice of men for a very long time, it is very difficult for you to hear the voice of God. Um, am I communicating? When men speak and then you keep on hearing, you keep on hearing, you cannot hear the voice of God when you speak. Sometimes get out of the men, out of men. Get out, out of the ordinary. Hide yourself where you can hear from God alone. Have fellowship with God. Set time. It is a commitment you are making. It, is, it does not come by chance. Say, and then, oh, no, set time. Have, have a planned life. Set some time around. Probably you can say, on Mondays, the whole day, I'll set that day for God to hear from God. It will be enough for a successful Christian living. A lady to ask me a question. How can I know that this is the, is the man God has sent to me? I said, go and pray. Go and talk to God. I said, how can I hear that God is speaking? She has heard human voices. She's a human being. So it is not, it is normal. But sometimes, go move out of the normal. Move out of the what? Normal. Get to the other side of life. Where you will be alone. Where you will be what? Oh, hello. Where you will be what? Alone, you have to be alone sometimes. That is when God can speak to you. But when you are with your family, God speaks, you know, here. And it's a lesson I mean, so God speaks, but you don't hear. Set yourself apart from the crowd. Like Jesus, early in the morning, he would just wake up, leave the disciples. Late at night, he will look for a very serious way he can commune with God. And when he descends, signs and miracles happen. Most men of God do not have closest time. They don't have their private time with God. That is why signs and wonders and miracles is becoming difficult in the body of Christ. You don't set time for God. We don't fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But when you do that, uh, the Holy Spirit is the force behind the gospel. It is, it is the force behind the gospel. So when you have time with you, He will back your ministry with force. Can't be on our feet. Can't be on our feet. My time is up. I want us to pray. That God releases His grace upon us as youth of exhibition assemblies of God. We want this year to be an extraordinary year for us. So, I want us to engage in prayer that the grace of God will come upon us, that the love of God will come upon us. And this tool will empower us to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice. Spirit of God, Ravabate, Bratoki Vaude, Hikalada, Shebrata, Lavadi Vaude, Ravabalo, Shebrata, Lavade, Shekeneve. Want to have fellowship with you, God? He hallo shebrada vada vada vada.
that whatever hinders us from fellowshipping with the Spirit of God, whatever is a challenge for us to fellowship with the Spirit of God, God should give us the grace to discipline ourselves. Let's start from verse and pray. We have to excel as believers. and pray. Tell God to give us strength.
fellowship with God, fellowship with God, fellowship with God, fellowship with God, fellowship with God. Carry the fire from here. There's some fire here. Carry it, take it home, and then continue from from, from here. Come on, fellowship with God, fellowship, fellowship, fellowship. to live for as a Christian. If there's anything you have to set first on the scale of preference is to have fellowship with God. It takes commitment. If you are lazy, it can't work. I am part. As I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. Because even some of us ministers find it difficult. The most challenging part of life is to commune with an unseen God. But let discipline have its way in our lives. I pray for you tonight. I pray for you tonight. That whatsoever that draws you away from the presence of God, that which kills your desire to have fellowship with God. Tonight, may God deal with it. May God deal with it. Because we want to avail ourselves with the Holy Spirit to have fellowship with. There is said, there is a generation seeking the Lord. There is a generation seeking the Lord. We are praying that may we be the generation who seek the Lord. Because we are seeing that gradually Christianity is dying. But if only we can have fellowship with the Spirit of God, we can, we can revive the body of Christ again. Come on, come on, come on. May God help us. May the Lord help us. Heavenly Father, tonight we are before you. In fellowshipping with you, to do your Spirit. We want to know your mind for our lives. We also want to live for you. Therefore, empower us to have fellowship with you so that this too can be accomplished in our, in our lives, even in this year.
your ability to discipline our bodies, to discipline ourselves, just to fellowship with you. Thank you for listening. Kindly like us on Facebook at Exact Youth. God bless you.